0: Welcome to the IndieCast. For the last four years, bringing to you pop culture, professional wrestling, and a splash of crass. Now to
1: your hosts,
0: Chad and Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. This is the IndieCast. Greetings, everybody! Welcome once again to the Indycast. Chad Allen, Zach Romero, Shelly Allen. Whip it out, baby! I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it came undone. I wasn't it expecting it, it to come undone. undone so, uh, so uh, for all of us. Yeah, so, so we're all back. We're all back together here. We have a guest today, uh, boys and girls. Uh, we have with us the host of the Milo Beasley Show. Interestingly enough, uh, Mr. Mr. Milo, Milo Beasley. Beasley is here. So Milo, welcome to the welcome to the Indycast. So, yeah, man, I'm hanging
1: out here, uh, just uh, excited to be to be on your show. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Excellent, wonderful, yeah. wonderful.
0: So, well, we're going. We start off every episode kind of the same way with uh, with what we lovingly like to refer to as the lightning round. Ooh. Um, I have the soundboard. Uh, entirely too excited. We've right. got a few questions here that will mostly probably be asked by uh, my lovely wife, Shelley. Uh, Answer them as uh, quickly or as long as you like, uh, because really the lightning is only for the sound effect, really. (laughs) But yes, uh, just to catch everybody up
2: here before we we start uh, hitting Milo with the hard-hitting questions That's right. I will break that finger if you hit that one again. Um, What if I use another finger? The the bonus to having Mr. Beasley on this episode is that he is both uh, a professional wrestler and he is a fellow... Internet talking head, much like ourselves. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, so we get kind of the best of both worlds here. We get That's a colleague right. in uh, in internet media and. Right. And, and I guess
0: Plus, he's also a big like Disney geek, and I'm sure. And Disney and, well. and me and him have already had a couple conversations about a, a one particular ride that I had posted up a, mm. uh, a photo of recently. Yes, yeah, I love that. Uh, oh. That we'll have to have a big conversation about. So good. Oh, so, yeah, so let's talk
3: about that. Yeah. yeah so, so,
0: don't worry, well,
2: we will get to it.
3: I gotta get the other stuff in. All right.
0: So now, so. now officially, the lighting run.
3: Well, I guess I what an exciting moment. And Chad didn't make the uh, sound effects, so I appreciate don't that. Don't it. Don't bring it up. That Beetlejuice. Don't bring it up. Well, who trained you? Uh, my trainer was actually Chaos
1: uh, from WCW, not Chaos and Confusion, or not you know Kenny Chaos, uh, but Chaos from uh, Chaos and Confusion Tag Team. Uh, they were around before uh, before the Kenny Chaos guy, yeah. But so he was my head trainer, along with Odd Jeff Bradley, uh, original, He was the original Dudley in ECW, Dudley Dudley,
0: Dudley
2: Dudley, and uh,
1: Navy Seal, who also worked for WCW. Oh wow, very nice.
2: I and when when were you trained?
1: 1998 wow 19 years ago a fresh faced baby faced kid straight out of high school decided i want to put on spandex
2: and wrestle other men for a living <laughs> i think many of us in in high school had the first part of that uh fantasy <laughs> in place i want to wear spandex but then the and wrestle other men. That's the that's the difference maker. Interestingly
0: enough, it was the second for me. The spandex was never quite in my thoughts.
3: <laughs> and it's a saving grace for all. Yeah, I was going to say, we're learning
2: some
0: things here. That's not true. Art. Shelly, what was your and I second date?
3: Oh, we did indeed pick out uh, fishnets for Because I was, Rocky, I was doing the Rocky
0: Horror, Horror Show. Yeah. And we had to go get fishnets. That was you, our second you date. You romantic you. And that's how we knew we'd be together forever. Because she did it. not run away from that from that date. Sure. It was, a, it was so. a trap. Anyway, question <laughs> it number was. two. Question two. <laughs>
3: Uh, what is your first wrestling memory? My first wrestling
1: memory, the thing that got me into wrestling, well, the, the thing that got me into, like, super hooked. I remember I watched wrestling when I was young, uh, super young, and I remember watching it uh, every Saturday night. But the moment that hooked me, that said, you will be a part of this, is yep. the Road Warriors taking a spike to Dusty Road's eye. <laughs> That moment, I knew I had to be involved in this somehow.
0: I was actually, you know how scary this is? I was just reading about that incident a couple days ago. I don't remember why. Interesting. Um, th- that incident, i and Milo probably knows this already, but some people may not. That incident is actually what got Dusty Rhodes fired from WCW. Because uh, he was the booker at the time, and WCW had just gotten bought by, I think, Turner and the like, and they were making a big deal about hey, 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 we need to tone down the blood a little bit. And Dusty basically gave them a big middle finger and had Animal Jab a spike into his eye, and they let him go right after that. Wow. So.
1: Goodness. I mean,
0: there wasn't that much blood. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, for those of you that have not seen that bit, please go to please please go to the network and see what right. Mister Beasley thinks is not that much blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know.
3: so. Well, uh, to piggyback what we were talking about earlier, what is the worst Disney ride ever? Oh man, worst Disney
1: ride ever. I mean, like ride or attraction, because like you know, like. uh Stitch, uh, Stitch's Great Escape is not a ride, per se, it's an attraction, so is that, I mean, that I, I'll, I'll, I'll happily accept
0: it. that, I've been on that ride, and you're probably right, so. Uh, I mean, it's probably, just because
1: of the, the interaction, like, you know, like, I'm not, I don't feel anything, I guess, that would be, um. Probably towards the, the the top of the bottom
2: of the list. I don't. Know. Is it the bottom of the list or is it the top? Of the, list? the top of
3: the bottom. The like top of the bottom know. is
2: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that I is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I consider the indie cast the top of the bottom. The top of the I, bottom. I, if, I, if I could. Hey, that should be your T-shirt. That's true. We could. We why? Why is it? Why this little in? Why is that <laughs> why, not on the shirt? Really no, a shirt? No, um, <laughs> so did you, Milo? Did you ever get to ride Alien Encounter before it became Stitch's dog ball pile? <laughs> yes, I did get to write uh, Alien Encounter uh, co- quite a few times. Um, I love Skippy. I miss Skippy. Um, yeah, No kidding. I what
1: wanted I to a take reference. him home. Yeah. I wanted to take him home with me, but I didn't have a home.
2: <laughs> he was homeless. Right. That was all that so. <laughs> oh, What's our next question? Oh, oh th- yeah, this next question. Context of this next question. This was a conversation. This is a debate between the three of us. Uh, before recording tonight, right. So that's what this uh, sudden lightning round question, which may become the norm, right, it came out of.
3: <laughs> wow, well, for alien encounter over stitches though. That, I, I, I should hope, hope so. so. We've,
0: We've heard a lot of people there. that have said that too. Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: I mean, there's there's so many other things I'd rather do than ever go on Stitch. I believe the only time we contemplated it was when it was pouring,
2: <laughs> right. and there
3: was nowhere to go. And we still do (laughs) Compromises
2: are made when it's raining at the Disney park.
3: Yes, we know. We just spent a whole rainy afternoon. That that goes to show how good everything else is, if that's like the last resort, you know, because everything else is so good, you know, eh, okay, I'll go on this because it's 100 degrees outside because we decided to go in
1: July or something, you know, and it's (laughs) raining and, you you know, you get inside for 15 minutes. That's
0: usually usually when we end up at uh, uh, Monster Incorporated's Laugh Factory. <laughs> Richard, I, love, raining. I
1: love monsters inc or
0: milf <laughs> as it's
1: affectionately known monsters inc
0: laugh more. <laughs> um, milf i've never even thought about that <laughs> until now <laughs> suddenly it's your new favorite ride monsters i'd I'm like not- to <laughs> okay
2: oh jesus anyways
3: oh chad okay. all right so next question so michael jackson's greatest song
1: dirty diana
2: a good, oh, answer. Wow, good, good answer, good answer.
3: And it was quick.
2: I know, right? Like, he yeah, had that one locked in.
3: <laughs> I know. I, I believe we went through every one of his songs, actually.
2: Well, yeah, the, the great debate was spawned from, you know, how much does memorable video influence the decision? Like, right. Like, does Thriller get a higher marking on the list because of how influential that video was? You know, so... Um, Good answer, though. God damn, it was a good answer. <laughs> it's a good song, too. Like, I think it's the first time we've had a guest just absolutely nail a lightning round right. question. Like, these are all opinions, and yet he scored the right answer. For That's that right. One.
3: All right, and a very important question in our house. Right. Marvel or DC? Um,
1: man, I, I'm going to have to say Marvel. I, I end up buying... I usually end up buying more Marvel stuff. So I'm going to go with Marvel. I'm a huge Spider-Man guy, uh, so that's usually where the money goes is into Spider-Man. So uh, I'm going to have to say uh, Marvel.
0: So then to, to piggyback off that, since you're such a big Spider-Man fan, what out of the Spider-Man movies, because obviously we've got three different versions of it now with three different actors, oh. which which one Amazing, is
1: your favorite?
3: Uh, Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew
1: Garfield, hands down. Okay.
3: Oh. Wow, really? Yes. I like oh, it. Absolutely. Great I love
1: I love 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 Andrew Garfield as as Spider-Man. Yes.
3: Me too. That's some great controversial
2: answer. hot takes happening on this episode <laughs> here.
3: Um
2: was this that, the last question? That's that was, was your last
0: lightning round question. Oh, nice. Okay. Excellent. So, yeah. So, uh now my obviously you are you are most well known for, I think, especially nowadays, the, the Milo Beasley show, which can be found on YouTube, yes. by the way. Um, for those that may not be familiar with the show, give them like the uh, what's the, the origin story? Yeah, here. thank you.
1: The, the thumbnail. It was it was a joke. It was uh, I was hanging out before a show, a vintage wrestling show with Simon Says, and I said, "Hey Simon, you want to go do a like a talk show, like a bad talk show, like if a if a bum at a talk show." you know, uh, out front in front of a dumpster. And he was like, yeah, let's go do it. So we did it. And then like other people walked up in the middle of it, like Mikey walked up in the middle of it and we did a whole thing from there. And then like the next show rolled around and I was like, Hey, let's go film another episode. So I filmed another episode, the same thing. And and then, uh, and then I ended up filming like two or three episodes at once. And then the next thing I know, I'm putting out weekly episodes Um, And that was May 2014 that I did my very first episode. And now I'm up to 160 this week, 164 episodes. But it absolutely started out as a joke saying, hey, let's go film this thing. It was supposed to be like a one-time thing. And
2: uh, here I am three-plus years later still doing it every single week. Now, what what draws you in to continue doing this? Like at what point... Did the joke wear off and suddenly you were like, wow, I really have a passion for this? Like, what was the moment that you were, you know, suddenly turned Uh, into, I want to be a filmmaker now, basically? uh, This is going to sound like a very cliche Hallmark movie answer, but I swear uh,
1: on my annual pass, this is the true story. (laughs) 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 Right Right about the one year mark. So I had just, just done episode 50, which was my one year mark. And um, so I had filmed up to episode 53 and 54. Uh, and it was, uh, it was, the episode was actually, the 54, I think, was with uh, Sam Shaw, uh, you know, from TNA and, and stuff. And uh, that next day or so, um, I had my I was editing some, some stuff I had it all edited and, and ready to go up on YouTube and stuff and it was raining so I just ran in and um, when I, I, I went to shut my door and when I did because I got out so fast, the door got caught on the seatbelt and did not close all the way um, I, I didn't realize it, I was like, oh well, I'll go back and get my I had my laptop, my camera, a tablet. I had all my editing equipment in the car. I go out the next day. I realize that my door is open, stuck on the uh, the seatbelt. I, I instantly fling open the back door of the trunk, everything. Everything in my car is gone. My laptop, camera, everything is gone. And at that point, I quit. Um, and... Uh, I was like, I'm I'm done with this. Uh, my girlfriend,
2: if you can believe that a, a bum has a girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> if we can suspend uh, the disbelief.
1: Um, she was like, okay, you know, hey, I support your decision and and um and not doing the show anymore. And uh, so for a, for about a week, she let me pout. <laughs> and then after a week, she's like, okay, are you over it? Are you ready to go? ready to go uh buy some more equipment and i was like yes and so we went to best buy and bought new laptop new camera uh microphone you know like all the stuff and that's when i was like okay like i'm in it Ah."
2: so it's almost like naturally you were already completely on board with it this was obviously if you'd been doing it consistently for a year Obviously, you had the passion for it, but it's it wasn't until you really decided you started basically from scratch
1: that yeah, you I could decided that this was it. At that point, you know, very yeah. easily.
3: Oh, you know, hey, that was fun, and which I did. I was like, Screw, you know, it was fun
1: while well, it lasted. You know, it went a year, and then I was like, no, like this is, you know, like I my wrestling days were coming to an end, and I was like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, um, I, I still feel I was born to do something in the wrestling business. um... 19 years later uh, it might not necessarily be taking bumps so um, and there's this really cool thing called the WWE Network and they're putting out new content all the time new talk shows, new stuff like that so why not you know why not end up in a career with that so that's where uh, that's where the, the goal is to either end up on the network or honestly I, I would really love to be a uh a talk show host of some sort um it was probably it was during that first year where i was like you know hey man i'm i'm somewhat good at this you know i could always get better
2: but i'm somewhat good at this let's uh let's give it a shot let's see where it goes so what was the catalyst to make you decide to hang up the wrestling boots and focus just on the microphone for full time what was that moment that you decided Uh, to retire from the ring got into a very bad car accident,
3: Um, a head-on collision, and it pretty much put me out. Um,
1: I was already in some pain, Um, you know, like, uh, like, uh, not body pain, I was actually feeling better, you know, like, I was in really good shape uh, running marathons, running half marathons and stuff, I was in really good shape, but my head was giving me some issues. So I was like, well, I'm, you know, maybe not take the bumps, you know, <laughs> that I that I used to, and um, and then that car accident completely wrecked my back, and uh, I was like, all right, that's that's pretty much it for me.
0: Mm. It's always too, you know, and it's.
1: I know, I know, I'm like a hallmark story, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's it's like. Is it you know? It's almost weird that, to have your career have to you know at least for that part of it, and it's good that you know obviously there was something to follow it up with there, but it, you know to have something outside of the wrestling business be the reason that you be the catalyst why you got to stop why yeah. you have to stop for for your in ring career, but then again, but like is it better that if you got injured in the ring and true it sucks either way yeah. I guess yeah. which ways which ways better for the story I guess but yeah. all right well you know. Uh, wrestled
1: previously I had, uh, I had wrestled a match with Lince Dorado up in Atlanta and uh, thank goodness he is as good as he
3: is uh, I will never stop putting him over <laughs> uh,
1: he carried me through a match in which I absolutely sucked <laughs> and midway during that match I was like I'm, I'm not wrestling
2: anymore like midway during that match, I was like, I, yeah, you know, I'm not wrestling. Well, what, so, what wait a minute, so that's a pretty loaded statement of just, he's carrying me through a match and I sucked. What was the issue? Like, oh, what was the problem?
1: I guess, um, I was, uh, I was just blowing spots left and right. Um, I was,
3: I, I looked like a lost kitten out there. <laughs> and, uh, Luckily, he was he's just so good that he got me through it. And when I got to
1: the back, everyone was like, oh, it was a great match. And I was like, I sucked out there. I will match with you guys watching. And, uh, but that just goes to show how good of a wrestler that he is. And that's when I decided, I was like, I can't hang with these young guys anymore. You know, I'm 30-something years old. I just couldn't hang with those guys doing that style that I had been doing all those years prior. I helped establish that style especially in Florida, uh, in 2000, 2001, uh, first went to Japan in 2002. So I, that was my style. And being 30-something years old, I just couldn't hang with all those guys anymore. So um, I feel like I was on my way out, and then the car accident pretty much said, pretty much put that stamp, uh, the nail in the coffin,
2: and said, all right, you're 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 done doing this. Well, and you know, we've had... Before that, you know, you kind of found your renewed passion in doing the filmmaking side of things. So, what would you say was your highest moment in professional wrestling in the ring, and high? What is your like shining moment in the actual Milo Beasley show? Ah, oh, man, there's a. Uh, I've had, you know,
1: like I had an 18 year career, so I had a lot of high moments. Uh, But getting to wrestle in Currican Hall in my first match in Japan, probably number one on that list. Mm. Uh, Pretty cool. Number two would probably be not puking during my match with Billy Kidman, (laughs) not because I was nervous, not because I was sick, but because I drank, I picked up my energy drink uh, right before the match went out. Only to find out that
3: somebody had used my my monster as an asterisk. Oh nice. my God!
0: So
1: not, not puking during that match would probably be up there as as well.
3: And then
0: and then how about for the how about for the show? What's a, what's kind of the uh, what's your high point there? And what's maybe the one show that if somebody goes show me the Milo Beasley show like in its essence, what show do you go for? butch patrick eddie munster and that was
1: really really cool um but man the one show if i had to say the one show honestly the first show the first show that i did with simon says outside it just per it just perfectly captures the the essence of the mile abuse and, and it's one of the best shows that we that we ever did um and so, yeah, uh, that would probably that would probably be up there. So, uh, yeah, you know, I started off hot, tapered <laughs> off from
3: there.
0: Have you ever have you ever had a guest on the show that you you asked and you were positive they were going to go? Nah, that's okay, and they and they went ahead and did it anyway.
1: Oh, oh yeah, plenty of times, especially a, a lot of these comic book conventions that I go to. I go to a lot of conventions, and I try to. Ask the celebrities there. Uh, some of the celebrities that I've gotten have been really cool. I got Christy Carlson Romano uh, to do an episode with me that was really cool. Uh, Scott uh Scotty Schwartz, who is Flick in A Christmas Story. Uh, and he had actually, uh, so after he was a child star and he was like a teenager in his, in his 20s, he actually worked ring crew for the WWF, which huh. I thought was super cool.
2: It's a small world. Like, I know, right? It all connects together. All right. yeah. so.
1: Apparently, he's like super best friends with Jerry Lawler as well, which I did not know at the time. And then I was like, hey, you know, so when uh, I asked him when, you know, Christmas Eve rolls around and TBS is, is playing its 24 hours of Christmas story, you know, what is he doing? He's like, you know, I'm Jewish. I don't celebrate Christmas. But he's like, every Christmas Eve, I'm over at Jerry Lawler's house and we're watching a Christmas story. And I was like, <laughs> wow, is- that's...
0: I mean, how cool is that? And he's and he's waiting for his royalty check for that. Exactly. Year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, yeah, there's there's the
2: bonus, and then and then over Christmas dinner, the ghost of Andy Kaufman comes in and pisses everybody off. <laughs> That's
0: right. And then, uh, he's still
2: alive, bro. That's true. Well, was, you know,
0: <laughs> actually, funny story. I remember once on once on the show we had mentioned Andy Kaufman on the show, and I had tagged him on Twitter, and we had. Um, uh, oh, what was the, the loud singer character? Why can I not think of the name of it? And you're going to leave me hanging on this, aren't you? You're such a horrible human being. Uh, uh, Tony Clifton. Tony yeah, Clifton. Tony. Cl- Tony, Cl- Tony Clifton liked it. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I didn't hashtag Andy Kaufman or anything, but Tony Clifton liked it right after he's, that. And he I'm he's like, he's
2: the ear to the ground. He knows what's going on.
0: <laughs> like, there's, there's there's the proof that Andy's still around. I think. I'm going to tag him. I, in I, this hope, I hope Tony Clifton goes on tour. I really want to catch up before he retires. I know. Wouldn't that, that would? I would love to go see a Tony Clifton show. That would be amazing. So,
3: you've lost me, old people. What are you talking about? <laughs> so,
0: so, we'll sit down and watch Man on the Moon at exactly. some point. will oh. understand sense. It. It'll all make sense. So, so, okay. Well, let's let's move to the uh, to the debate portion of the episode here because uh, not too long ago we did a couple Disney cast episodes. True. Uh, one of which I did mention my overall hatred for uh, the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Then right. we let. Then we went to Disney not that long ago with my mother. <laughs> and there was photo evidence and of there, that hatred on as, the Jungle Cruise. That's right. As as, uh, as mom has to have a picture taken because, of course, because it's you know, cause it's Mama Maximus, I don't have a lot of choice in the matter, right. and I had to take her on the Jungle Cruise. And I had to sit through the horrendousness that is the Jungle Which Cruise. Which I believe, I, Shelley, I believe you called that spot.
3: Oh, oh I did. On I that like, first
0: episode of the Disney cast.
2: I I've, was
3: like, this is going to happen now that you have said you hate it. And it's the worst. Mm -hmm. That your mom is gonna make us ride it.
0: And and that's
3: certainly And the funny
0: part was the the day we went was this past Saturday. We went late on purpose to try to catch the fireworks Mm -hmm. and it was pouring. Like the whole time. Sheets. And the great part is when it's pouring. They closed the Jungle Cruise, so we walked up and they had it closed. And I'm like, "I'm an atheist, but they this is a it. sign from God." Thank you, <laughs> is, thank you, Ghost of Walt Disney. I right. owe you one. That's right. Um, oh no! But mom, but mom made us go back and check when it stopped raining, and damned if they had to open up the ride. <laughs> she so, does
3: persist. That I'm one, saying. yeah. She she won, but and, still and we
0: she persists. Right. So. And
3: and I'd like to state, it went terribly. This poor gentleman at the oh. front of the cruise ship. Had had A material. I felt like he was really Ooh, he was trying to He had an A
0: material oh. and a D audience. They In were... The, nobody reacted boat, to him.
3: Silent. The whole
0: ride. Oh.
3: Whole ride. Bunch of tourists. Uh, no quite a few non-Americans. Uh, nobody's laughing.
0: This is what it sounded like.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> and that wasn't animatronics doing that. That anymore. wasn't
0: the animatronics, right. no. It was... Terry. Jiminy got on the ride just to react. <laughs> so I will say I do love the jump. I love really bad humor,
1: so I really I love the Jungle Cruise. Uh,
0: now have you been? A, now have you been to the the restaurant they just opened up? The the yes, and I love the restaurant. I, I figured you probably would. Because <laughs> now I'm lost here. What there's a Jungle Cruise so restaurant? They have now? opened up. It's, it's a restaurant called Skipper's Canteen mm-hmm. or Canteen. I forget which Cantina, one it's called. Uh, but it's legitimately like. Up the road and across the street from the Jungle Cruise. Okay. And it's set up to be like where all the skippers ate when they come back from their cruises. And it's um, the waiters and wait staff are telling a bunch of like the same bad jokes that the type (laughs) of jokes that they're telling on the ride. And it's supposed to be just a continuation of the ride. And we, once again, Mama Maximus wanted to go eat at Skipper's Cantina because she heard it was, you know, she heard it was the, uh, based off the Jungle Cruise there. And I wanted, so I almost took a fork to my eye. <laughs> I
2: was just about to say, <laughs> so, I imagine like all the, the, uh, it's all safety silverware so that you don't try yes. to slit your own wrist yeah, while yeah. you're sitting there. If the food
3: wasn't okay, so, so good, you, it would have been a problem. Will you
1: go watch the Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock?
0: okay yes but here's why because my my wife has has said many a times that if there's anybody she's gonna ever leave me for uh it is one it is one uh Rock, really, it it is one Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I almost called him Rocky. Rock, the Maya I almost called no. I almost called him Rocky Maya. Villa. I really was <laughs> cool too. But uh, yeah, <laughs> just so. anybody she's going to leave you for. It's the blue chipper, <laughs> rock Rocky Maya, Maya. <laughs> so, with that with that like Jerry Curl hair yeah, and the weird, and the weird, like, weird. tassel yes. shoulder oh, thing. amazing! So
3: sexy,
0: But, right. Yeah, the, that's that's yeah. So I'm going to have to go see it because she's going to drag me to it. So.
3: I believe that I see every one of his movies. It's a requirement. I know you're
0: going to make me go see that horrible Jumanji movie too, and that looks god awful oh, too. My does. only saving grace of that one is uh, is Amy Pond in really short outfits. That's like my one saving <laughs> grace for that movie. So,
3: yeah, I'm really sorry. Uh, Baywatch was not good. So. <laughs> yeah,
2: thankfully I didn't get dragged through to that. that one. So. Oh man. So Milo, uh, what would you say since we talked a little bit about um, stitches? greatest butthole as a terrible attraction um right. and the laugh for MILF being pretty great and now you're a fan of the Jungle Cruise what else would you say like let's say you're bringing somebody to uh, Walt Disney World for the first time what would be what are what's on your list of absolute must do's at uh, Walt Haunted Disney World
1: Mansion. Haunted Mansion is the ride that I remember most as a child uh, so that is my number that is my number one how could you not go on the Haunted Mansion um uh, Pirates, if you're taking somebody, Pirates, uh, Space Mountain, of course. I mean, you can't not go to Disney, or you can't go to Disney and not do Space Mountain, right?
0: I agree. My wife would disagree with you on that,
3: but... Unfair. I I dislike roller coasters, so... um, It's National Roller Coaster Day. I know, (laughs) (laughs) but no. Today is National Roller Coaster Day, so
1: at least like it for today yeah, yeah.
3: Um, uh, I, wa- I hold the coats really well I, don't know <laughs> what you're about. I
1: mean I think you gotta I mean you gotta do the mountains so you know you gotta do Big Thunder you gotta do Space uh, yeah I mean you, you gotta do those e-ticket rides I, I think uh, I don't you know if you I don't think if you're taking somebody there the only reason you would be doing uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is because Carousel of Progress is broken.
2: Because if you're going to take somebody to
1: Disney,
3: you're going to take them on Carousel of Progress, right? That's, uh, that's my vote.
1: Uh, yeah. No, we would
0: not. Oh, <laughs> Come <wait>. on! <laughs> no, we would not. I dare you both. <laughs> so, Now, actually, let me I, back up a real bit because you mentioned Pirates. Uh, pirates of the Caribbean actually just announced fairly recently that in all the parks that have Pirates of the Caribbean, they are changing the redhead scene pretty soon. For those of you that do not know, uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean, there is a scene where there is basically a a wench auction, where they are auctioning. You know, the pirates are auctioning off women to the highest bidder. Um, they have a bit of a portly woman up there to start, uh, but the uh, pirates, uh, denzied, are all yelling for the attractive redhead that's right after her. Uh, but they're going to be changing that and making her like a, a lady, a, pirate a, like man. a lady pirate. So, what what are your thoughts on the change to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean?
1: Most ridiculous thing that Disney has ever done. <laughs> um, first off, they are giving her, they're changing her whole look, and she's going to be holding a gun. A gun, a toy gun, is not even something you can buy at Disney anymore. So why put that imagery imagery on such an iconic figure? True. She can be a, she can be whatever. But she doesn't have to hold, you know, the, the gun. It's just very, uh, it's just very weird. Um, I I know th- things have to change with the times, but I'm very, uh, I'm a stickler for keeping Disney, Disney, and keeping things the way that you know that they were intended. That Walt made them. You know, like Walt made that ride. So you know, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like alien encounter monsters inc or you know some of these other rides uh you know walt made pirates of the caribbean so to change that up is very slap in the face
0: but would you agree that then is it was it the same slap in the face when they put johnny depp's character throughout the ride then
3: Yeah, like maybe you know, like a, a one-time, a one-time Johnny Depp would be okay,
1: um, because you don't see the re- you don't see the, the characters reoccurring, you know, any other characters reoccurring throughout the ride. So I get it if maybe he's on the he's in there once. Uh, I totally get it. Pirates of the Caribbean made a bazillion dollars, um, you know, box office and merch and everything else. So I get it. You have to include it, but. To put it so many times, uh, yeah, I could do I could do without him in, in there six times or whatever it is.
2: Well, little in known Paris, fact: little... I, I actually like the one in Paris because, well, I guess now
1: they're putting him in there, but he wasn't in there for the longest, and that was my favorite Pirates.
2: Well, I was going to say d- Disneyland Paris has, uh, I think, arguably the better haunted mansion as well. I've always oh, d- yes. I, I love Bannerman, but they do have the—they do have the best pirates. Well, I, th- I think my sticking point with with Haunted Mansion is literally every other Disney parks haunted mansion has like an actual story and narrative to it, and for the longest time, our haunted mansions narrative were ghosts. They're everywhere, and that was basically it. Where everything else is like a poem wrapped in a sonnet, like right. presented to you with animatronic ghosts. Um, right. But back to Pirates for a moment, little known fact, on Walt Disney's deathbed, his final words, I want Johnny Depp on that pirate ride. So,
1: Oh, well then, there you go.
0: (laughs) No one knew what he was talking about. I thought his final words were, please don't freeze my head. No. (laughs) His final words were,
2: (laughs) we wants the redhead to have a gun. (laughs) It was a very strange time. (laughs) Walt's well, final words were, get that Ellen ride out of here. <laughs> <laughs> His final words were, you better change Journey to Imagination 47 times. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I get what Milo's saying about the redhead, though. It's it's a weird, like, Disney taboo hierarchy. Like, ah, oh, we can't have it be, like, sexualized and things like that and, like, quasi-slavery. But, like, gun violence, yeah, well, give, that's okay. Give her like, a gun. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> No one's talking about someone's starboard side, so it's fine. But, but I mean, if you also think about it, though, isn't that? I'm, I'm now. I feel like I'm soapboxing here, but <laughs> isn't, isn't that kind of America as a whole? Don't show me a boob. We can't Don't show see me a, boob a bazooka. Screen, but, but if you, but if you chop somebody's head off with a pair of, you know, with a pair of toenail clippers as right. violently as possible, oh well, that's okay.
2: Well, I also feel yeah, like you. Go ahead, Milo say uh banning guns is so three years ago so i think we're yeah. good uh, it's all it's all about the story and history
1: and uh and and right now so i think that's they're ahead of the t- they were ahead of tearing down all the statues that's true Walt disney ahead of the times
2: well i was gonna say i feel <laughs> like at the time i feel like TV there right? was uh i feel like there was like two groups of thought there like group a you know board of directors was like look this weird, like, we're selling women thing in the middle of the ride is weird. We got to get rid of this. And then, like, somebody else kicked in the door. Like, we literally just printed eight million shirts that say we wants the redhead. We can't lose her. Figure something out. And they were like, ah, okay, she'll just be a lady pirate then, whatever. Like, I feel like that's kind of how it broke down. Because that doesn't quite sync up. Like, ah, oh, this is ridiculous. Take it from the ride. But keep the sexy robot in here. Right. We need her around. Like, Mm, that seems like a different school of thought.
3: I think they so got they're keeping the They're keeping the auction part, but it's yeah. just like they're selling
1: uh, like paintings and other treasures and maybe like iPhones and stuff
3: on eBay. I good. Think.
1: That's good. Yeah, there we go.
3: Yeah, I think they just don't know what to do. Like they they're like, we got rid of Maelstrom and everyone lost their mind except all the parents like us. who except have two for little kids right. Two right. little girls who want to see Frozen I, like nobody's business. Um, so like, you know, we had well, a bunch Middle of, was a five minute ride <laughs> <laughs> and you learned nothing about Norway. Right. So <laughs> that's, that's just our take on it. And I was like, as a ride, it was terrible. Let it go. Like we don't, Oh, I see what, hey! you, did I see what you did there. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, you know,
0: you and your soundboard. You Calm down. There we go. All right, there it is. Good, good work on that one. So, uh, actually,
2: uh, I just realized we need to ask the uh, Trevin Adams Memorial question, since Milo has been on the road. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know what you question. You ask it so beautifully. You know what?
0: I'm going to have her ask it because, oh, oh because it's become her question lately.
2: When... It
3: has. I have been the one asking it of late. Oh, yay. So, Milo, when you are in the car and you're doing the drives, I know. I know it's been a little while.
0: Well, he still has to get out to
3: do the yeah, Milo Beasley show, show. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Comic Cons don't film themselves. That's right.
3: true. And, and you're hungry. It's late yeah. in the evening. The beautiful neon sign starts to show. Do you pull off two sheets or Wawa?
0: And leading the witness. <laughs> I pull off the
3: Wawa. Well, uh, what time oh. is it?
0: Oh, it's oh, like, dude. it's late. It's late. I mean, I know most, most McDonald's and like are 24 hours now, but let's say it's 2 in the morning.
1: 2 in the morning. See, Wawa doesn't have, like, a full menu at 2. Oh. Oh. But, 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 they do have
3: uh, Coke Freestyle. And orange, vanilla, high seed
1: is a gift from the heavens. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chad, Thank you, you have lost. You've lost another I think, one. I, I
0: still think there are some leading the witness on that
3: one. I was, was going to say how?
2: of of all the times we've asked that question, I think that's the first response we've gotten based on soda choices. Yeah, <laughs> everything else is usually like a mac and cheese debate,
0: but this right, is the yeah. first I mean, of I mean, mac and cheese or well, the well, if you're
3: tater driving, or something. If, if you're driving, you can't
0: eat mac and cheese. That's which can sure can a good point. It's a damn good point. Enjoy a orange
3: creamsicle in a cup, <laughs> so, which well, you could well, not get
2: well, from. She- I was talking about the Coke freestyle on a scale of one to 10, one being they should probably do it. 10 being they goddamn better do it. How much should surge be available as an option oh on a Coke freestyle machine? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I so su- yeah, I suppose so. I don't, I don't think <laughs> so. I haven't, I haven't drank soda in, um, uh, many, many years. Um, cause you know, uh, sweet tea is way better to catch diabetes with. So, uh, shoot for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah I, I, think, I think it should be. Definitely. Oh, no, Most of those freestyles oh, free right? already
0: have Mellow Yellow in it, though. And that's, like...
3: that's not the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the it's same thing. Yeah, not the same. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like <laughs> saying, like, oh, I would love some lemonade... Or a glass of urine; those are basically the same thing, right? No, they are not, sir. They are not the same thing.
3: Chad, uh, you know why uh, the, those things cannot be the same? A red Fanta is not the same as Red Pop.
0: okay, you got me there.
3: So, Red
0: Pop is Red Pop is fabulous. So, <laughs> so uh, in addition to the
2: memorial question here, Milo, we do have uh, two very, very important questions that we need to ask you here all right number one is a, is a little bit of a somber tone and we're not talking about the one pirate that's trying to get the dog to come over when it's malfunctioning and its neck becomes a nightmare and it just starts having a seizure and it's horrifying not talking about that somber this is a little different i go down i go down youtube rabbit holes i'm sorry boy that escalated quickly i apologize so milo in this unbelievable performance art that we love called professional wrestling we lose a lot of talent early um uh-huh. in fact we almost had that scare with rick flair this past yeah, week no kidding um so with that in mind if there was any uh wrestler or manager or performer uh that is no longer alive who would you have liked to have worked with and why
1: Great, great question. Hmm. Maybe, uh, I got close. I was, I shared a locker room with him, but I did not get to, to, to be in a match with him, but Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig would be a dream opponent.
0: some choice. We don't get as many headaches no. as I would have, would suspect we would have when we started this question. So I'm glad. I'm he glad just, he. He made everyone look so good,
1: and you know, like he made everyone look like a million dollars. And so, why wouldn't I want? You know, like why wouldn't I want to look like a million dollars? So <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Mister Perfect would be a.
2: Nice. Is there a particular col- color of uh, of tights you would want him to wear? Do you want him to wear like the black and teal, or the weird like lime green he would bust out every once in a
0: while? Uh,
1: I think the black and teal is is the most iconic, so I think yeah. uh, the black and teal.
0: Though, admittedly, the for a while when he'd made his comeback, the plain black ones with the airbrush Mister Perfect on the back, I always thought were spot yeah. on too. So, <laughs> <laughs> you also have a, a hard on
3: for. Like airbrush art. Yeah. yeah.
2: Surprisingly <laughs> difficult to find an airbrush artist who will do a suit jacket. I know, right? Very difficult. I was even looking for you for a little Thank while. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, so question number they're two. Not the ma- they're not in the malls like they used to be. Right? I've, I've even taken, like, uh, cards from artists and asked them, and they all give me, like, dirty looks. So, nevertheless, <sighs> it's a dream that'll never be fulfilled. You know Anyways, what you have
0: to do? You have to go to Jimmy Hart's bar. That's and, exactly And, what and ask him where he gets his it's done because you know he's got to be getting new ones. He's one got to get a hookup.
2: Anyways. We here at the IndyCast believe that every animal in nature is given certain evolutionary traits that ensure its survival. For instance, the giraffes have long necks, the rhinos have the horns, etc., etc. Our belief is that human beings, as an animal, our evolutionary trait is our ability to use tools. So, with that said, Mr. Milo Beasley, if you could fight any animal, what would it be and what weapon do you use? -hmm. Any animal, any animal, any
0: weapon.
1: It'd be a baby duck.
0: Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear what the weapon is now. (laughs) The weapon is my love. Oh, he'll suffocate it with his love. Little baby duck. Aww. (laughs) But if we were fighting, I would have
2: to squash it with my foot. (laughs) Oh.
0: That that escalated quickly too. Yeah,
2: that was <laughs> that was adorable. did in a nightmare. So much there you like, go. Much like our show in <laughs> much general. Like, yeah. Much
0: like no, I was gonna say much like Sidney Vacabello though. Oh, true. Booking himself, it's booking a, himself yeah, to, yeah, go to go over here. So, so well, uh, Milo. This is the uh, point in our show where one uh, Mister Brian Cage has officially given us permission to call. Get your, your shit in. in. So uh, please let everybody know where they can see the Milo Beasley show, where they can get maybe any merchandise you have, uh, anything like that. The floor is yours yeah uh check out the milo the milo
1: beasley show.com check me out on facebook facebook facebook.com slash the milo beasley show uh instagram twitter all that stuff is the same it's the wrestling bum uh yeah please like my pages follow me i did a cool thing today where i actually gave out uh ea access codes for madden 18 uh so i might have some more of those coming up soon um do cool giveaways all the time. So please follow me um, and, and watch my shows. Click, you know, just uh, go to YouTube and just uh, hit uh, watch all, and then hit the little button that says repeat. And then just shut and then just like close your laptop and go to sleep for the night.
0: <laughs> help build help build up those views. We know how that goes. So <laughs>
1: not saying I do that, <laughs>
0: but I do that. <laughs> Is that what got Bubba and Bubba's a bunch of trouble around here for doing something kind of like that? So neither here. What a timely reference. (laughs) to Local, local riffraff.
2: Anyway, thank you you so much, Milo, for being on the show. Thank you to the dozens and dozens listening at home. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, having me on here. I I always enjoy talking wrestling. I love it.
1: uh, You know, almost more than air itself. Uh, (laughs) And and Disney, I love. Almost just as much, if <laughs> not more. So, uh, yeah, become- this has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for our chat. Apparently,
0: it's become quite the theme for our show.
1: Yeah, saying, <laughs> we're
2: we're slowly creeping into less of a wrestling show, more of a theme park show now. That's okay. Hey, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Giving these Captain days. Captain Jack uh, Universal tours will have to come back <laughs> around true. sooner or later. So. Anyways, uh, thank you everyone for listening at home on behalf of the absent Luna Lin. I am Zach Romero. I'm Chad Allen. I'm Shelly Allen. And until next
0: time, everybody, toosies. <laughs> <deuces! laughs> Hey there dozens and dozens uh, Thanks for once again listening to the IndyCast Please remember that for all things IndyCast You can find us at now indiecast.com, www.IndyCast.com Remember that is with a K If you'd like our merchandise You can of course go to FullyGimmick.com Yes that's right FullyGimmick.com We make money for independent professional wrestlers And silly podcasts like us so please make sure to go over, check out our merchandise, and check out some merchandise for all of the ambassadors there at fullygimmick.com. Until next time, everybody, do.